Vez Hashem continued in Pelayites in discussion of Beis HaKinesis in Shinnah 141. And the specific topic here is the proper decorum and the proper appreciation for having the opportunity to enter into Hashem's house. That is the, the opportunity that we have to go into the Mikdash Ma'at. That's what we have to appreciate. That Hashem allows us to come in. As we learned yesterday, that really, really, I am not worthy. This is the mindset we should have. I am not worthy, if not for the schus of my fathers. You know, sometimes you have to get protexia. You have to get, you have to know, who do you know to get in somewhere? There was a certain event that took place. And I asked my son, do you want to go? He says to me, no. Next, next few days. Do you want to go? Should I get you a ticket? Big, beautiful gathering of Kiddush Hashem. Do you want to go? No, I don't want to go. Like two days before, Abba, I'd like to go. I'm like, you want to go now? I mean, I, I don't think I get a ticket for you anymore. I think it's, he's trying, I'm trying, making myself crazy. What does a father do? He try to make the son happy, right? A few hours before the event, I get a phone call. It says to me, I have a ticket. I have a ticket for you. I said, listen, let me tell you, I'm not using the ticket. I'm giving it to my son. That's fine. Do what you want with it. And he says to me, I want you to know, this ticket is a front row dais ticket. That means the ticket will get that person on the front table. And he says to me, whoever goes there is not allowed to go on that table. Don't go on the front table. You can't sit there. That, that's where the reserved great Rabbanan. That's what this ticket was. So what good is it? So, you use it. You could get into the building. Oh, and he could just stand? He'll, he'll get a seat. He'll get a seat. He'll get a seat. Yeah. The point is like this. When we go into a shul, we have to realize and have the proper mindset. Where is my ticket to get in? Where is my ticket to get into shul? And I don't mean the high holiday seat ticket. That's not what I'm referring to. What zchus, what merit do I have? So here, this person, I reached out to him, gets back to me hours later, and says, I have one ticket left. I'm giving it to you. And I gave it to my son. He said, he reiterated. He says to me, you better make sure he doesn't go sit in the top front seat. He said, it's going to be over. <laughs> okay. And he got in, and he had a great time, and it was a tremendous kiddush Hashem, the whole moment of, 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 Encouraging people to learn Torah. Beautiful. The schus we have, he says here, what we learned yesterday, I'm just reiterating this point, is that we have our fathers, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. They opened the door for us to go into the basic Nessus. And with that mindset we have, he tells us in the next piece, These are the words from from Shlomo HaMelech, 
I believe that the chai, the person who's alive, should focus and concentrate and appreciate when you're in shul. If you don't belong there, you better be in your best behavior. Best behavior. That you're standing in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Only that you're there because the schus of your avos, of your fathers. They got you into the shul. This is the mindset we have to have. And then, when a person's there, are they going to talk incorrectly? Are they going to take out their phones? Are they going to put the phone on silent before they walk in, of course, to the shul? Or leave the phone out of the shul? You hear the words here? You know, when you hear someone says something that might happen, you say, It shouldn't happen. The Pelayoyitz uses the words, Heaven forbid a person should speak mundane conversations in the base haknesis, in the shul. This is, this is the attitude. This is the mindset that we have to encourage ourselves, ourselves and others as well. Why? Because of the Amos Hashchina, because of the fear of Hashem's presence that dwells in the basic Nessus. This is the mindset. This is the attitude. The next piece he talks about is the Ro'as Sichas Betelo, the Kalus Das, the basic Nessus, is the evil of people making jokes in shul, the evil, the Ra, the severity of people not treating the shul the proper kedushah. The Zohar Kodesh is very, very strict. A one who speaks in the shul incorrectly. He's disgracing HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And he's expressing, I have no chilek in Elokei Yisrael. You hear these words? You know, we're going to approach a few weeks from now, it's Hashem. Six weeks from now around, we have the Yontif of Hanukkah. Right? A little more than six weeks. Hanukkah. One of the things the Yavanim decreed upon us is that we write on the horn of our oxen that we have no chilek, no portion in the God of Israel. The pshatim we're not getting for now, that will wait for Mitzvah when we get to Hanukkah. But when a person comes to a shul, and he, he, he treats a shul like a social room, like the Kiddush room, and he just says whatever he wants to say, behaves however he wants to behave, you know what he's doing? He's expressing, says the Zayr HaKadosh, Les lechuko Yisrael. This person is saying, I have no portion in the God of Israel. And I'll say it in a different way. He is shaking the hands of the Yavanim, and he's saying, long live the Yavanim. 
That's what this person's doing. When he is talking during davening, when he's, whatever it is, business, sports, whatever it is. When he's behaving in the lightheaded behavior, playing whatever games he plays on his phones. The hair on the head of a person should stand when he realizes the seriousness. We have to realize this is serious. How serious this is. And people's hearts should be pained how this topic has become a hundred percent permissible by Amaratsim, by ignorant people who don't appreciate the value of a shul of a basic nessus. And when they have the Rabbanim get up to speak and say, Do you know where we are right now? We're not at a ball game. You might not have realized that. We're in a shul. They don't pay attention. They don't care. They think to themselves, who's this? I pay his salary. Well, he's telling me what to do. What's going on over here? What does he think he's doing? What does he think he is? Even if they hear, you know, we're in the shul, it's not a place to speak and, and behave the way you're behaving. <coughs> They still continue. The oilam kimen hagen oyeg, and day after day they behave the same way. What does the pelioit say about such people? Oilahem lebriyos miyoyim hadin umiyoyim hatoichecha. Always to them for the day of judgment that will come. Miyoyim hadin umiyoyim hatoichecha. The day that they will be rebuked. You know what that means? The day they'll be rebuked. Right now, we don't see. We don't see. Everyone sitting here learning, and everyone listening to these shiurim on the recordings. We don't see. We don't realize the power, the power of our limrat Torah. When Mashiach comes, you could say amen to that. Okay, when Mashiach comes, we're going to see. We're going to see. That brick of the base of Migdash is there because of me. That's what we have to, we're going to know this. It's because of you. Because of you. Between each and every one of us. When you are doing your mitzvahs. It's not just a little child's thing that you hear. Oh, the, the base of Migdash. Oh, you're building a brick of the base of Migdash. It's real. This is real. And now in this generation, you know, you know what, we're gonna, what we're talking about? We're saving the Shamas. There's a milchama going on right now. People want to know, what should I do? The question, what should I do? I'm not there in the front lines. I can't go to Eretz Yisrael to help out. You sure can. You sure can. If you encourage other people, start a movement. There should not be one sound being said during davening. It's, you know, we, earlier we learned the halachas of eating during a meal. And we learn such obvious things. Don't take your bread that you ate from and put it next to your friend's seat. He might be disgusted by your slice of bread next to his plate. 
And someone asked, isn't this obvious? I said, yeah, it's obvious. But Mishulchan Aruch brings it down and we're learning it because some people need to hear it also. Would you think we have to have a conversation, a discussion, that when you go to Shul to Davin, you shouldn't talk? Like, what, 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 what do you say? How old are you? What is this? Is this high school? Is this elementary school? It's even worse than that. These are adults. He says, it even gets worse on Yom and Toivim, on Purim. There's, there's this, I want to tell you a story. I'm, I can't believe it's true. You know, I learned the halacha. This goes back maybe around nine years ago. That the Balkoire of the, of the, the Balkoire of the Megillah. So he's laying the Megillah on, on Purim. If he interrupts his laning, if he stops and talks, are you still Yoitze your laning? Because you have to hear every word. That, that's what the conversation is about. So it was, it was Mamish Purim, it was Purim day, and I know this is supposed to be a five to seven minute share. We're going a little longer than that. <clears throat> Our chaverim, our achinah bnei Yisrael, are going further than that. They're out, they're they're out in the front lines. We could do a little more also. So, my wife says to me, she got a phone call. A person went, a lady went to go hear the Megillah, and as she's listening, the Balkari stops. He says to a different lady that walks in, says. I guess we'll wait for you to finish your conversation to continue. She walks into the shul on the phone. On Purim. And this was already this, this lady who called my wife to ask me if, what the story is. This was her second Megillah she went to because the first one, there were too many kids making noise. She already missed that one. So I said, you got to be kidding. She's really asking that question? Yeah, she wants to know. Is, is she, is she, does she have to hear the Megillah a third time now? So I said, I actually we just learned this halach in the Deir Shemesh Tavoshir. And it's totally fine. She does not have to hear it a third time because she didn't miss any words. Because the Balkari was the one who told, who rebuked this lady, who told her, we'll wait for you to finish your conversation. Can you imagine this? During Kriyasa Megillah, walking into the shul, talking on the phone. Do we have a year, an understanding of where we are? Do you have to say that when you come into a shul, you shouldn't be talking on the phone? Apparently we do. Apparently we do. Whoever has the capability of being moiche, of rebuking. And rebuking doesn't mean to have to scream. I, I, I scream over here in the shir because I'm talking to you while learning. I'm not screaming at the person's face. I get excited about it. To be meichet means you talk politely to the person. It might sometimes have to be sternly. But it means politely. If you have the capability, and I know some tzaddikim who say what has to be said, and they stand up, Laman Hashem, Kovar Hashem, 
And that's what he says. And if you don't have the place to say anything, you better make sure you keep your mouth closed like a mute doesn't talk. You keep your mouth closed. And you lead the way by example of what to do during davening. Now, I don't know how to end off this topic here. This year. We're continuing tomorrow, Mr. Shem, we'll continue on the discussion of basic nessus. Let's eradicate this problem. Let's, let's get rid of this. Let's just get rid of it. Let's just stop. We want to find schusen. Let's, let's say, I'm not going to talk during davening. If you see someone talking during davening, maybe politely put your arm around him. And say, you know, I, I, I know people who are in Israel right now fighting for their lives and our lives and our safety. Our safety. Maybe in the merit that they're putting their lives in the line, we cannot talk during davening. 